Welcome to this special edition podcast series, Surviving the Shitstorm, with me, Michael Tinkser. In this episode, I'll be talking with Elaine Bateau, who's a life and wellness coach that helps hospitality professionals living healthier and happier lives. She's worked in the hospitality industry for decades and really understand how it all works. We talked about how to survive and thrive now and long term. She gives practical tools and tips for supporting your own as well as your team's mental health. Thank you to HGM, to Hola and Beta Mojo for making this possible. The next 30 minutes, I will suggest you take some time out, grab some papers and get these top tips and advice down from Elaine. They're really going to make a difference for you. Thank you for joining us today again on this special edition podcast. There's no doubt about today, we are saying the 20th of March, 2020. And, um, you know, our world and our beloved hospitality and restaurant industry is is in, in, in serious challenges out there. And we, 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 we decided to call this podcast The Shitstorm due to the coronavirus. And there's a lot going on out there in the moment. It's moving so fast that we can't even keep up with it anymore. So... A lot of the leaders out there are then, uh, uh, which we really feel for, and also the people they that are working in their business are dealing with extreme uncertainty, and many of them have already been hit by mass redundancy. And uh, yes, there's some really fear and anxiety out there right now. So, so today we are very lucky to be joined by. Elaine, who is a life and wellness expert with more than 30 years of experience working in hospitality, so she understands the world you guys are living in out there from an operational point of view. Of course, nobody can really grasp the the, the uncertainty of the world we're in right now. So Elaine, welcome to the, the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me and organizing this amazing recordings that you're doing so quickly to help people. Yeah, and thank you for you for coming on as well and sharing some of your advice, which I I am quite sure from from our conversation is going to be invaluable for for many people. Thank you. I hope so. So, just for people out there to get a bit of a grip of where you come from, I said you had some experience from hospitality and you're a life and wellness expert. Can you give people your elevator pitch so they have a bit of context? Sure. I'm going to do a a slight variation on it, just super quick to make it relevant to those that are listening. So my 30 years in the background in hospitality, um, during that time, I suffered severe burnout, anxiety, panic attacks, all sorts of health conditions. And from my own recovery from that, I then retrained in many, many modalities to help people not go through the same thing. And for the last nearly four years, I've been helping people to change their lives um, and focused on people in the hospitality industry through the work that I do. Um, So, yeah, it's very relevant today, coping with anxiety and overwhelm and just being well, the best state as we as we can be. And that's um, in a nutshell what I do. And from your point of view, when you have probably followed the media and looked at the world, but also the industry you've been part of many years, what 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 do you see from from the way you uh you know from the way you operate you know where where do you think we are short term both when you see it from the the leaders of business and also from the, from the people who who uh, who is to the core of our uh, industry and always been yeah i think um there's a as you said at the beginning there is a huge amount of fear and uncertainty at the moment and uncertainty certainly breeds fear too but there are also 
amazing things going on that I've noticed like cross um, industries, people trans um, transferring skills between retail and hospitality today. I've seen like lots of recruitment going on in that respect. So there are glimmers of hope, but it's also very, very sad and challenging times. But I also do have hope that there is going to be some more assistance and help coming at a higher level um, because we are all in this together. Um, but at the moment, it feels very raw, very sore. And yeah, it, it is devastating to watch and to read and to, to see what people are experiencing, which is why um, I reached out to you because I feel that there's more that we can do to help people to cope with these situations so that we can be in a better mind state to make things better. Totally agree. I totally agree because there's, um, I think there is like, if you look at it as, as a, you know, we had a couple of people on talking about managing the situation now and then there's a, you know, an aftermatch in a way. And, um, and I'm thinking about even that myself, you know, to be totally raw and honest as well. Like I don't, I'm thinking like right now I'm just in crisis manage mode. I'm involved in different, in different businesses. I'm trying to stop as much bleeding as possible and actually save as much of it uh but actually you feel you're fighting an uneven fight because in 2007 and 8 there was a crisis and i was part of that but i've i feel like we had time to react it just feels like when you are in the middle of action on something else something else happened would means that you it goes even faster um and a and, and a friend of mine said that and i mentioned this on the podcast but it's like standing in the middle of a square and suddenly somebody just pull your trousers down that's how fast it goes yeah so where's your you know your your view like long term if we mm -hmm. look at this how 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 do people actually need to to, to look at this and uh, what do they need to start to be aware of because right now probably a lot of people are surviving and they haven't even seen the consequences on their mental health and stuff like that so 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 what could be you know some of the things that people really need to be aware about now that really could impact them long term well firstly i think the most important thing is to say and it's really easy to sit and, and say this in this conversation but um when we're in fear we don't think straight it does actually affect the way that we're thinking so when we're kind of firefighting and just trying to put the fires out we're not functioning at our best so it's being able to control and i love this is like one of my mantras at the moment is control the controllables so we can only control what we can control and that isn't things that are outside of ourselves like we can't control like the bigger, scarier stuff that's going on, but we can control how we react and think about things, how we're taking care of ourselves. Um, and for the long term, you know, like ad adaptability is huge at the moment. And we're seeing businesses that are, uh, and individuals, I think, that are, are doing better. And I don't mean financially, I think surviving um, by being adaptable and seeing things in a different way. How can I do this differently to, to survive? No, it's not necessarily what I signed up to do originally, but I'm adapting so that I can survive or I can help my business in some way or I can help myself personally. So I think looking short term and long term eventually it is looking at how I can control myself at the moment to make me in the best state that I can be to survive this. If you were like to give some, let's let's 
say start with the the operators and say give them give them some advice right now what would be the the top three five things they should do short term right now to you know take care of themselves but also the same goes for their people what is it that they can do right now if they actually have an opportunity to to because as, as we say we're recording right now and the world can change dramatically and there will be maybe businesses that's not here you know and they there's maybe too late but it, 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 you maybe even this may be so brutal we've been talking about the, the people that can survive this what can they do short term right now in their businesses because the, the, their people is their culture and the culture is the business and if they don't come back recovered and or can manage this situation that will have other implications as well i guess yeah, I, I think um, resilience is, you know, it sounds like such a flippant word to use right now, but we we do need to kind of be resilient. And it's like, we don't know the outcome of what's going to happen eventually, but we also kind of have to have faith, like we're part of nature, you know, like nature is giving us a huge wake up call at the moment, for whatever reason, we don't know, we're just part of this system of of being on earth. But nature never fails, you know, the trees always grow the flowers always come up and we will survive this and we'll come out of this as a better human race of people it may feel at the moment like the world is falling apart but what if we're being redirected to something even better and if we can show up as better people at the moment for our teams for ourselves for our businesses even if that doesn't it means that you're not making money in in a way that you can pay people their wages and as heartbreaking as that is how else can you serve your people right now what else can you give them you know whether it's a bit of positivity or support in some other way or put them in touch with somebody else we've got to think outside the box we're all in this together community is so so important now you know and for some people just having someone to talk to maybe as beneficial as as trying to sort out somebody's wages, for example, and I'm not saying that that's the case for all of us. It it just really depends, and I do also have faith and belief that we're not going to be hung out to dry in this country. We're far too evolved. The industry is too important to this this country. It is changed, and it is changed forever. But for now, I think we need to focus on what we can do to just help each other through this situation. I read uh, an article as well, which actually fits really well what you said uh, by a very uh, good uh, colleague of mine, Leonardo, he, and I shared it on LinkedIn. And he said in time, he's been through a couple of crises. He said nothing like this, where the mad cow disease and uh, the, fi- the financial breakdown in uh, in Greece. But he said like in crisis, what he'd learned was it's about caring about people. And and then everything will be as it should be on the other side. And I know again it's a bit flippant, but I I I genuinely also believe in that that hope. I think I think you're right there. You, we we need we need to do. How can you serve in other ways? What can you do uh, to bring a bit of light? How can you help? How can you navigate people into the? What would you say to people? You know the frontline people, and you probably know them as well. The people that works, you know, on you know, you know minimum wage. Um, not much cushion they are now thrown into you know the abyss of uh, challenges financially emotionally they could have kids there could there could be so many implications and this is some of this is my probably my biggest concern and what makes me you know really sad and you know really i uh, really like almost talking about here i well up a bit because i can see that, that, that these people are so essential for everything we do 
are now going to be, you know, left in a really bad position. There will be there will be other opportunities. They can go and get work somewhere else. Right now, there's in, uh, but again, there will be a majority of them in really big prob- trouble trouble out there. What, how how should they manage this? And what what would you be a top advice be to them right now? Because that's that's severe stress. Maybe not f- food on the table even. Yeah, no, I'm not aware of every single initiative that is going on charity wise, government wise, financial wise. But there have been some obviously big changes in the way. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to go into politics, but of way of legislations and mortgage breaks and all of those sorts of things. So I would firstly just seek out all the help that you can get and research all the help you can get. I mean, there's some amazing charity things that are going on. I've seen in the last couple of days with Hospitality Action, for example, and um, Tip Jar, their, their incentive. So there's stuff out there to support. Um, but again, I think firstly, it's just trying to just stop for a minute and just breathe and try not to get into like this catastrophic thinking like you know maybe I just have this very optimistic mindset like we're all in in a bit of a a, a bad state at the moment business is cancelled and or like you've lost thousands of pounds but I just it's having that belief and faith that it's not always going to be like this taking a step back, breathing, just taking care of yourself and then start to do some research and find what can I get help with? What can I control? What can I do? Where can I help? Where can someone help me? And and don't be afraid to ask for help too. Like there's a lot of stoicism in this country, even in times of crisis. We don't like to be seen like we're struggling, but you have to put your hand up and say, I need help. And it's about asking, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. Don't be afraid. And like, my God, there's so many emotions that we're all feeling right now. There's a lot of people that are in denial, understandably. There's a lot of people that are in fear. There's a lot of people in panic. And none of those emotions are wrong. We just have to embrace them. We're humans. None of us have been through this experience before. I mean, God, I walked into the supermarket the other day and burst into tears. And I'm like, but the next minute I, I was fine. It's just, you have to feel the feelings. And and just allow yourself to go with it, but don't get caught up in it all. Try not to digest so much social media and reading all these terrible stories because, you know, like you're going to end up bringing yourself into an even worse state. You've got to control how you can keep yourself sane, if you like, and calm so that you can cope with all that's going on. There's no point like wallowing in all these doom and gloom stories and then expecting yourself to get a brainwave of what can I do to make it better? Because you won't, because you'll take yourself into a fear state totally. What about if we think about from both sides, again, the operators and the individual employee, what can they do? Like what what is that they can do long-term? Because there's going to be, we are now in crisis management mode, the the phase one of a a big change. Um, And at some point that, that will not on a specific date, but that will, you know, we will get into when we all sit at home and we all have done the things we could do short term, we'll be sitting and we will be all be sitting a bit alone at home. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I guess that's where it really starts to trick in because then you're out of, you know, execution, you can't do anything more. You can just sit and wait and see what's going to happen. And there's no answers in principle, lots, just a lot of guessing as well. What would your top advice be to, to people there? So I'm going to do a massive generalization here, but I, I'm yet to be proved wrong by this. But we 
joined the hospitality industry because we love people. We want to help people. We want to serve people. We want to be around people. So for us, particularly, it is hard to then go to being on your own. And like starting my business four years ago, I found it really hard to come to like working from home for a lot of what I do is very is online. So I've got quite a few years under my belt of understanding how to make that better. And the top thing I would say to anybody is to just stay communicating with people, connect with your communities. So get yourself online. Instead of just talking to somebody, make sure it's a video call, reach out to people, just create things, make it as fun as you can. Like just, you know, create, I don't know, like if you're into reading, create an online book club. And and this sounds so twee to say something like that. But these are the little things that make such a huge difference. If your team have all um, been um, temporarily suspended or people have been made redundant, as you know, as a manager, you could maybe set something up around that so that you've got like a weekly call or a daily call just to keep everyone together. And like when this comes to an end, and it will do because it won't always be like this, this is changing, you know, we're going to come out the other side. But the, the kind of connections and the effort that you make today is going to serve you in the long term. You're going to have people that are loyal to want to work for you again. They're going to be grateful for what you've done. And this isn't just doing it about getting that reward, but it's also for yourself. I mean, I'm finding the more I'm doing to help people right now is making me feel better because I feel like I'm doing something. When you're just sat at home and feel like I'm out of control, that's the worst feeling. Another thing I would also say is routine. Don't kind of get into the, oh, I'm just going to stay in my pajamas all day today. Get dressed. Make an effort with how you look. Stick makeup on if you wear makeup. Do things so that you're not just sat. Use the time wisely. This is, you know, how can you actually reframe the situation? And this is going to sound like a really tough question for people to ask themselves. But if you can ask yourself this question, this is going to serve you massively. If you ask yourself... If this experience was happening to me for a higher good or a higher reason, what could that answer be? So maybe you've not been living in a way that's ideal for you. Maybe the way you've been working, maybe the way your business was running. This is a massive opportunity to reflect and make changes so that when we do come out the other side, that we are living a better way and we're helping people in a better way. It's, you know, we can take two choices one we can just fall apart and collapse and give up or we can take this opportunity and grow and shine and I'm not going to recommend that you read this now but there's a great book by Viktor Frankl um Man's Search for Meaning he's an Auschwitz survivor it's really hard read and not a great time to read it right now but the premise of the book is as what he's saying is obviously from his experience the people that died um were the people that gave up on life the people that survived are the ones that kept going. And I'm not likening um, the coronavirus anyway, stretch or form, remotely like the experiences they had. But people survived that, you know. We can survive this, but we have to choose the mindset. We've got to use our time wisely. Um, and that's what's going to see us through and make us better people in the long run. And I guess guys, uh, spending your time wisely is, uh, is essential, no matter if you're in a crisis or not. Because that that's the limited factor we have in life. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I was chatting to one of my coach 
friends the other day and she was saying like I know that years ago I would have been in the pub getting pissed right now and I would have been too I was a massive drinker back in the days but that's not going to solve the issue it may give you a bit of a temporary respite but you can't get drunk every day for the next six months or three months or two weeks or whatever it is I'm not saying don't do it if you need to have a bit of a blowout but think about how else I can use my time wisely so that you come out a better person and who knows you might come up with an even better business idea that is even more rewarding profitable enjoyable than whatever you were doing before but you're not going to come up with those ideas if you're sat at home wallowing or drinking loads or giving up yeah and i think uh, often that uh, you know you see in crisis that um you know alcohol is often you know for many a, a, a solution but i agree with you i would probably have done the same 10 10 15 years ago where now i would probably i see this as a time that's my own uh, view on a time for reset and healing so i will be very aware about how i eat how i the way i consume the the possibility to do you actually maybe more regular exercise because of less travel uh, spending time with my loved ones and actually you know have that time with my kids and stuff like that and and actually you can get a lot out of that if you allow yourself to be there in 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 and that's that's healing in itself in all this because this is out of control for many people it's out of your circle of influence as you said in the beginning and i think you're absolutely right this is maybe the time to think about uh, how can i actually spend this time to i actually know i can do something and getting back into work uh, apply for a new job how can i actually use this time to 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 recover and be ready for that you know yeah. for, for the opportunities coming again yeah, definitely. Because life is gonna—I mean, life is going on. All you have to do is look outside and look at the buds that are coming on the trees. You know, we're in spring. Spring has started. Change is coming, and it is always changing. Sometimes, just being out in nature can give us a good reminder of that too. When we are so overwhelmed and in our heads, go out and see some green nature. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good advice. So, um, if you were, can you send people anywhere for if they want to have some help? Uh, something they want to read about, you know, their mental health, if they're stressed out, where where can they go and, and find some help and support when they want to start, you know, you know, taking care of themselves? Is there any good advice you can give of that or maybe websites or something like that? Yeah, there's lo- loads of um, resources that are available out there. Obviously, I've got quite a bit of stuff that I, I have um, that I do, but also there's things like even like Mind using their website, NHS website, um, if you um, haven't already got a practice in meditation, or even if you have, the Headspace app is amazing. Um, it's how I learned to meditate about um, over 10 years ago. And in fact, I think at the moment they're doing free stuff. Um, yeah, there's, there's loads of resource out there and, and available Um Just, yeah, get on the internet and start searching. Listen to, um, it's like choosing the content that's going to be helping you right now, I think, as well. So it's very easy to scroll through um, at at stuff that's not so beneficial. But get yourself onto into Amazon and and download some books that are going to be on topics that are going to help you. So there's loads of stuff. Hay House are a great publishing author that have lots of um, well-being, spiritual, emotional, physical authors that yeah there's loads loads and loads and loads on there and if anyone wants any um specific pointers then just let me know and i can um recommend some books and things a great book i'd recommend for anybody to read is growth mindset um if you've got extra time 
Carol Dweck is the name of the author. It's it was written more about um, in schools, but it's it really does help with the your the way that you're thinking, um, and you can see everything as an opportunity for growth as opposed to a fixed mind mindset of this is this is how it's always going to be. Uh, yeah, there's so much out there. Yeah, I could talk probably about half an hour and all the things to to recommend. What we can do is if you you shoot me over uh, a number of things, I can put that in the show notes and then people can definitely go and find some stuff there. Yeah, I can get you some links and things yeah, and yeah, recommendations, yeah. sure. Good. And then also they will be able to find uh, where they can follow you and and so on uh, for that sake. Um, but what about you? Because um, how do you keep sane in <laughs> all this madness? And uh, because I guess that, uh, yeah, that the, there is a the way because you are you know uh if you, you 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 are a person that has to give people in a situation like that and therefore you need uh we talked about it a bit the other day before we got on the podcast here uh about the power the importance as a leader or a person that gives somebody your what is your top three advice to people that are giving a lot but including yourself what is that you are what are you doing to to make sure you are mentally strong uh, and, and thereby also physical because these two things are connected very yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, you're right. I'm a massive giver. And in the past, I was a um, a massive giver, but not a giver to myself. And I've learned over the years, certainly through the experiences that I've had, that what happens if you don't give to yourself? Um, we have all know the analogy of the um, putting the oxygen mask on on the plane before somebody else. But so for me, it's really important that I take care of myself because I get my my energy and my my joy from helping others like but I can only give to others if I'm taking care of me so for example my typical day the first hour in the morning is journaling and um gratitude I I will write a minimum of three things that I'm grateful for as I wake um great practice and even if some days it's just like I can see the sun you know that doesn't matter it doesn't have to be anything profound I meditate and I've update I've upped the amount of meditation that I'm doing at the moment and if I don't meditate no matter how many years of personal development and all the stuff that I know I'll still go into a massive spiral of overwhelm if I don't do it so it's a consistent practice I eat very well I I take a lot of water I drink a lot of water I don't really drink alcohol anymore I don't drink caffeine these are things that will stimulate anxiety and depression in your body so those sorts of things, I exercise, I, I hate running, I really hate running with a passion, but because my gym is closed, I'm running every day because I know that it makes me feel better, ultimately, maybe not at the time I'm doing it. Um, I walk, I get outside into nature every day, and also I make sure that I'm connecting with people. I've In this last few days, I've spoken to more people than I have done in, in normal circumstances because I'm just... Yeah, and it's just reaching out to people. So I think it's understanding, firstly, knowing what it is that makes you feel good. We all know Maslow's hierarchy of needs and we all have basic needs, but we're all different and certain things will make us feel more energized. Um, and like you said earlier, like for me, giving makes me feel better. So I feel like I have some semblance of control at the moment by helping others. Like my business is suffering massively financially but I'm not even thinking about that. I'm thinking about how can I help people? I've stopped charging for things. I'm just giving things away because I it's making me feel better to do that. So those 
me taking care of my mental health, my physical health, um, my spiritual health, and then health and, and connections with others are, are really important for me. Very, very, very good advice. Um, Thank so you. So if people would like to find out more about you, where would they, what is the best place to go? And So my website, um, which is my name, elainebatho.com, there is information about me a little bit about my background um and also you there's contact there if you wanted to get in touch um but there's a few things that i'm doing at the moment that aren't on my website so at the moment i'm running um i've started to run a series of weekly wellness workshops these are going to be um free of charge and in fact what i might do is i'm going to start a donation up to um some of these hospitality charities that people can donate if they want to it doesn't matter how much but just to, to give a little bit back I'm getting guest speakers together on it as well so this is going to be a weekly thing that I'm doing so I can pop that link in there as well but yeah generally the easiest way to find me is on my website elainebatho.com and yeah and just reach out if you want to um, ask me anything you want to have a chat or and just let me know what you need so that I can build content and things around what people need at the moment so that I can keep serving you all Good. Thank you very much, Eileen. Thank you so much for coming on, giving your your time and also very useful advice. Um, and we will put all the information we talked about on the podcast because they're going to be very helpful for people um, as we go forward. So, so, so that that will be shared together with the uh, with the podcast. So, uh, stay safe out there, Eileen, for for you and your family and your loved ones, and sending your your energy and power and love to to get through this. Oh, thank you, and thank you so much for your time and doing this amazing series of podcasts, and and equally having me as a as a guest. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Elaine, for your great advice how to manage your mental health in these challenging times. Remember, if you would like some help, please reach out to Elaine via her website, elainebatto.com. Please share this podcast so other people also can get this great insight and advice. If you like more of this, please subscribe to one of our channels. More to come very soon. If you have not signed up to the newsletter, go to experience1.live and sign up today. Thanks to our partners HGM, Tahola and Vita Mojo for supporting us getting this out to more movers, shakers and mavericks. Together we can overcome this. Thanks for listening and be kind out there. We need more help, call the whole town. Now let's try and get this thing off the ground. ground. All in together, let's gather round.